Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I think we head back to Waterdeep. We talk to Leosin. I don't know about you. I feel a gaping hole in my life that needs to be filled. You found yourself in a town called Fairhaven. Monstrous, giant, huge, 30-foot-high centipede came erupting from the ground and is now screaming down upon you. Uh, I guess Flint, like, Superman poses with his sword up in the air and tries to go through the butt. <laughs> yeah, he does. No, I could have sworn in your pack. No, no, I'm pretty saw- sure I don't. Okay, all right. I think we'll kind of just fade off on that. We're riding off into a sunset. (laughs) Yeah, sitting with the reins. Flint just butt-ass naked beside him. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Tom Laird. (laughs) That's me. I'm playing uh, Flint Firebeard. Amy Moore is also here. I am. I'm here, and I'm playing Thea Amastasia. And joining us today for this Flint and Thea episode is Carla Maxted. Yes, I am here playing a secret character to be revealed. Wait for it. Momentarily. Wait for it. And extra special joining us today is a wonderful guest from Bombarded. It's Kyle Classet. Oh, hey, how's it going? How y'all doing? Yay! Yay! Hi, Kyle. Kyle. So good. So good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, Why don't you uh, briefly tell us, you know, I already told them what podcast, but uh, some of the deets on who you are and where they can find you. Oh, well, uh, like Russ said, I am... Kyle Classet. I'm the Dungeon Maestro for Bombarded, which is a D&D podcast I do with my band, and we roll dice every episode to determine what chords we use in a song, which that song will have an effect in the actual gameplay, depending on how well they do and meet the... I don't I don't know how to go past that, but you know, we write a song every episode and we do the <laughs> the music things with the Dungeons and Dragons. So, you know, you can check us out on any like podcatcher and you'll see it. Just type in Bombarded and it'll pop up for you. It's very fun, very fun show, and I love the music. And I was very curious how long it took you to actually write those songs or how long it took your players to write those songs. And it sometimes takes a long time. It can. It can. But, you know, we eventually get it done and then we're just on to the next thing. Uh, We try to keep it where we don't have to record more than one song in in a session that we meet. But crazier things have happened. (laughs) I mean, chaos sauce always gets the job done. It's true. They do. Well, musically, yes. (laughs) God, if we had to go away and do something and then come back. It wouldn't get done. It would never happen. We'd all forget. I don't think it'd ever come back. (laughs) Russ yeah. would send yes, us a message in two hours and be like, did you finish the thing? And we'd be like, oh, yeah, shit. Can I come back now? I haven't checked Discord <laughs> for four days. <laughs> right? Yikes. Yeah. Oh, well. That's our show. <laughs> uh, where, where you That's probably fair. will figure that out uh, is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where you can come join us. And when you are a patron of ours, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron... 
Cat Waterflame. Thanks, Cat. Oh, yeah, Cat. With your blue hair and your post-it notes. Just got it all happening. All of those things. See, we learn all about our patrons over on Patreon with those sweet, sweet monthly hangouts. We'd love you to come join us. And now, fuck it, let's play D&D. We open on a scene. It's very early morning. The sun hasn't even risen yet. There's an eerie calm that spreads through the air of this room that we're in, and we hear a quiet voice speaking low to themselves. Panning around the comfortably furnished room, we see a female deep gnome in a corner sitting on the ground beside a single cot and chair. I'm just waiting for one of them to speak. <laughs> Who's the gnome? Do you want to describe what <laughs> your character looks like? Maybe not necessarily your name yet. I sure do. I sure do. Yeah, you do. So I am, uh, no, it's very small, flaming red hair, uh, done in, in sort of uh, old-fashioned two-plate two style, but for some reason really seem to, like, kind of stick out a little bit. So dark, thick red hair and um, small, plain, plain kind of clothing. That's about it. We hear from down the hall a heavy set of footsteps getting closer to the door. And from underneath, you see torchlight coming closer to the door with these footsteps. You see shadows being cast from underneath and... You hear a lock go, and then the door swings open. You see a tall, green-scaled dragonborn walk in, wearing fairly worn uh, splint mail and just a kind of a raggedy, beat-up cloak. Look like maybe he's been around the block a couple of times as far as scuffling goes. Um, But he steps in with the torch and... Checks in, says, Are our accommodations suiting you okay? Well, you know, it's awfully nice here, but it's gonna, it's, I feel a little, um, hmm, a little restricted. A little like I can't quite express myself the way I would normally like to. Okay. Does this restriction, does it, uh, does it ease your affliction? My affliction. Yes, the the voices. You said they were speaking to you. Oh, that's not an affliction. That's just some people who need some help. <laughs> some people who need some help. A lot of people need help. And uh, I think I can help you. What what are these voices? What are they saying to you? Well, they're they're you know they they're they're calling out. They 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 need help. So I was going to help them. Well, perhaps uh, I'm sure that we can help you help them. So it was... What was your name again? Oh, it's real nice to meet you. My name is Lipsinky Pip Diggins. Well, Lipsinky, I assure you it has always been my life's goal to rid the world of the pain and suffering that we all experience throughout life. I can help in this suffering. I just need you to be patient. These sort of things take time. I hope you understand. 
Well, I, I do understand wanting to help people. That sounds like a real noble goal, but... I don't... I, I mean, I'd rather not have to stay here. I understand, but perhaps it would be for your own health and for the health of the others in the town to give it a little bit more time and see if I can't suss out a resolution to what you need. Well, okay, I mean, it don't don't appear like I've got a choice. We all have choices, but unfortunately this is one that you do not get to make. Well, I'm going to be here a little bit longer. I'm going to come and try and help you out. We cut to Flint and Thea, Donnie in their caravan. You, uh, you three have decided to take some back roads in order to uh, avoid the deluge of people leaving Waterdeep back towards their, their various towns and villages. You just find yourselves uh, where the Great Peak Mountains and the South Wood meet along the North Point and the South Wood. And you see up over a hill that you crest a small town. Looks like it probably holds no more than, say, about 100 people. Um, And you come up to a sign that says Blackpool. This isn't a town that's on the map, which isn't unusual. Maps are, are drawn and left for a long period of time before they're redone. But you see it's kind of early morning, sun's just coming up, and you see people just looks like they're a very few people kind of getting up and moving about the city as you approach. You uh you ever heard of this one? Black Blackpool? Mm. No, it's not ringing any bells. Wait, is that like that song? Blackpool shiny in the dead of night. <laughs> like that one. I think I've heard I, I heard yeah, some minstrels and some, some bards okay, singing it. All right. so, um, uh, might be singing about this place, I don't know. Sure, I mean, it doesn't really look like they need any help or anything. Should we just roll through town, or do you want to stop and maybe grab something to eat? Uh, can we grab something yeah. to eat? Yeah, you know, know what I'm thinking. Get out of my head. Get out of my head, Flint. I mean, there's only room in there for one. So. <laughs> if that. <laughs> Uh, you stroll into town, ride into town. Yeah, I mean, we strut, no, if anything. No, I think we stroll. Strolling and strutting beside Clip Clop and Buttercup <laughs> yeah. as they pull the caravan along. Like, we're a big along. posse. We're taking yep. the whole road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better to look you know, like you are more than what's there. That's yeah. how you scare bears off anyways, right? Totally. Exactly. Yep. Um, and uh, a few people kind of look towards you as you enter the town. Um, kind of nod their heads. Uh, and... Uh, go about their way so they look like they're carrying uh, baskets of goods to their various houses or storefronts maybe it's so small here we're not going to have to do the whole oh my god are you seeing flint (laughs) oh thing it's getting real awkward right do any of these baskets of goods look delicious should we follow them to a storefront russ (laughs) oh my god shall Uh, we stalk anybody's basket of goodies are you yogi the bear <laughs> Are you meant to steal someone's picnic basket full of goodies? I mean, maybe not steal, but we can go check out their wares if it looked good. Uh, you definitely see someone, a uh, younger human female, uh, carrying a basket of baked goods. Looks like some various breads and rolls and that sort of thing. And she's 
uh, walking through the streets, uh, kind of away from you as you're entering. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stroll in that direction. Okay, you follow. We're her. still in a caravan. We're just gonna slow right down <laughs> and follow behind this woman and her basket of baked. Well, we gotta cuts. know where she's going, Amy. Yeah, I guess. So. Um, are you are you trying to be less obvious about this, or are you trying to like? Uh, I I pull up beside her and I say. She kind of looks good. side to you. Can, can I can I help you? Morning. Yes. Good. Is it still morning? Yes. Later in the morning. No, it's it's morning. Okay, it's morning. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Can't right. enter character conversation and then. Yes, I we've can. We've done it for years, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me not to now. Um, we can't help but notice what delicious items you have in your basket there. Do you have a a storefront or a restaurant anywhere that? We might be able to find some something to eat. Oh yes, these. Yes, uh, I was just uh, I was just taking uh, the morning uh, the morning bread down to the uh, to the tavern. Um, would you like to follow me? Oh, he, why don't you hop up? That looks my permission. That looks this time? yes, absolutely. Not going to follow you there like a weirdo. Um, why don't you why don't you hop up here in the front with me? Take a load off, and, and we'll give you a lift there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like right next <laughs> she, to her. <laughs> she passes right you the basket as you hop up and uh, she says, well, it's just up the street. It's... Yeah! <laughs> we go. She She's startled. <laughs> and rolls go everywhere. I would like to I, roll I to catch the to rolls. Catch them. <laughs> yes, I'd like to roll to catch rolls. Make a dex check. It's a nat 20. I fucking catch oh, everything. Well, I'm not even going to bother them. Wow. One of them's in my mouth. I say, uh, That one can be yours as you nimbly grab them all. Uh, she I says, wasted well, a nat 20 on that. You, you peel out not down the street and she says, whoa, whoa, what's there? As you zip by it. Oh, and I say, watch this, watch this. And we reverse. <laughs> Which is difficult to do with a giant horse and a regular sure. size horse in, in the cart that we have. So. Make an animal handling check. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Yeah, son. 27. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I tonight? I, I don't, don't know. even know. Kyle, you gotta guest star more often. No, Kyle. Oh, you're my lucky you're my lucky thing. Yep. Yeah, you're staying. Uh you she's like, wow, I've never seen horses do anything like that. I parallel park it. <laughs> what is what is happening? This is new technology. Oh, no. We've just been together a long time, and I give the horses a good pat and a carrot. All right. Well, just c- come on in. You can tie the horses up there, and, and what do you got in the... There's a dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't don't mind him. He's, he's fine. That's Donnie. He'll stay here. Buddy, you want us to bring you anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, well, I caught one of those rolls that you missed there. There was just one that went flying airborne right by... Caught that. No, if they got anything on a stick, and by stick I mean uh, a bone, and by bone I mean if they got a half a cow, we'll take a look to see if they have a uh, half a cow or not. Okay, perfect, great. I'll just watch the watch the horses here. Don't don't worry. Thanks, Johnny. What would we do without you? Duff. I don't know. Probably Duff. nothing. I'm pretty much the one leading this adventure here. I, I don't think there's a pretty much about <laughs> you, it. You bet, you buddy. Yep. 
we go into the into the tavern. You enter the tavern, and it's uh, it's not busy at the moment. You see uh, one uh, male uh, human standing behind the counter, the bar, and uh, three, four, four individuals. Seven. What's the name of this establishment, Russ? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called. He doesn't write it down. We ask every time. <laughs> the Blackpool Inn. Ooh, solid. solid and choice. Tavern. Yeah. Blackpool Inn and Tavern. You enter and you see, uh, it, like I said, not very busy, but you see four um, individuals seated around a single table. You see one uh, green dragonborn uh, and uh, another male human, a female halfling, and a male dwarf seated around... Uh, eating uh, their their morning meal is what it looks like. Where's your finest table? Uh, the male behind the bars is. Uh, I'm just kidding. Any, they just need a any, table. Any, just help yourself. All right, I can bring you a menu. Been a little abrasive lately. Like, I need to apologize. Well, a fair, menu fair would enough. be fantastic. We just we've been on the road for a while. Yeah, you know, only had this guy to talk to. Been the a whole, whole time. thing. Understand, understand. Uh, let me. Um, well, I, I mean, I could bring you a menu. Uh, we we got we got rolls, and we got oatmeal, and well, whatever they're eating. Do you have like <laughs> half a cow? Any uh, meat? Uh, any meat? Oh yeah, yeah. I get you. You want like a whole half a cow, like a roast, like a like a steak, like a. What are you looking for? I mean, just like a big old chunk of beef would be great. Mm-hmm. So you want it cooked? You know, I think our dragon can kind of take care of that himself. A dragon? I think really hard, and I go like, Donnie? Um, when I hear that, I'm going to chime in and say, what kind of name is Donnie for a dragon? Well, you know, I'm not entirely sure. I He may have named himself. I'm pretty sure he did pick that name. Yeah. He's a pseudo-dragon, so. Well, he uh, was. Okay. He's not anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess, does he stop becoming a pseudo-dragon once he goes through the Pokemon evolution? (laughs) Uh, Depends on how many candies he ate. (laughs) Swinging saloon doors and over the top, you see a gold dragon wormling stick their head through and says, "Uh, you were trying to call me on the old head device. You didn't answer in the old head device. I was having a nap. Okay, but you didn't have to come in here. Everyone, it's okay. Uh, I assume people are startled. uh, Some people look taken aback. Yes. This is Donnie. You're already in here. Why don't you come join us, Donnie? Well, it looks a little small here through the door. I don't know if I'll fit. But if I could get that uh, that slab of beef there that you've got in your hands there, good sir, that would be great. They'll pay for it. Don't worry. Jared, actually, give them the slab of beef and take care of their food for the day. And uh, I'll square up with you later. Oh, well, that's very that's kind very of you. kind. Too good, no too problem. good. I'm going to take this beef out into the street here. You know, the street beef is the best kind of beef. It's true. Can, eat, that's right. Eat it, eat it in the cart, though, okay? But. Uh, it's uh, super creepy seeing a The cart's bloody, still on the street, Donnie, so it still counts as street beef. What if I went and, like, took it up into the trees? Yeah, okay, but don't go far. Okay. There's a nice big tree that might be able to hold you, uh, just about a... You know, a little bit south of town. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, sir. What was your uh, What was your moniker? I'm Voronox. 
Varnox, good name, good name. All right, well, I'll see you later. Goodbye, Donnie. That's uh, me. Don E. Yeah. Don E. Yeah. Yeah. Like D-O-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how you would almost name a robot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I guess so. We'll Don have to ask him e. about that. <laughs> you know, like like E's like his middle initial, maybe. Like he's like Don E F- Fredericks. Yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I'm sorry, Varnox was it? Varnox, yes. Uh, y'all are obviously new in town since I heard you saying that you were traveling, and of course nobody I know here has a gold wormling. So, welcome to Blackpool, I guess it would be. Uh, what brings you to our fair little town? Uh, we're just trying to make our way back to Waterdeep, and with all the people moving around the lands... Right now, we thought we'd stick to the back routes. That's fair. Yes, sir. Uh, we have seen a slight influx of travel through the town. And, uh, of course, what well, with the, the work that the decimators did recently, that's kind of, uh, I guess, why we've been seeing more people getting back out into the world. What's mm-hmm. the, what's kind of the main, like, industry here in Blackpool? What do you guys got going on oh. in town? This is a very simple, simple village. We cultivate what we need to be able to provide for ourselves and no real main export as far as uh, any merchant would be concerned of. So, but we do have one that comes through every few moons or so just to make sure they're the the small necessities that one might fancy on a, on a flight or after hearing a tale from a traveling bard. uh, Those usually wind up filling the bill for most of our citizens here. And what do you do? Oh, me? I, well, I spent a portion of my life uh, traveling from town to town, protecting those less guarded from uh, any kind of onslaught or incursion from more dastardly beings. Nothing big, mind you. Just, uh, just, you know, kind of your old backwoods hero. Used to be, at least. I've settled down a little bit now. The uh, male dwarf who's dressed in uh, uh, more religious attire, robes, deep brown robes. He stands up, he says, um, our our leader is um, being modest. He um, has saved many of us here and uh, runs the town and keeps all of us safe. Well, I am... Super interested in finding out how you saved people. I love a good story. Oh, well, there are enough stories of saving people to fill up three span worth of time. Uh, I don't mean to hold you here. Uh, you know, of course, if it's saving people that you're interested in, we did have someone recently that has become a bit touched and has started hearing voices and they... We have secluded them away to make sure that they are not any kind of, don't find themselves injuring anybody in town or even injuring themselves. We have made sure that they are safe, taken care of, and in in a position to where we can help them the best we can. But uh, one of those things I always try to do is try to make sure that the less fortunate find an end to their suffering. Is Are they violent? No, but of course, you know, anybody who hears voices might be 
compelled to do things. So better to better safe than sorry in this situation, I would say. What kinds of voices? Mm-hmm. Touched by who? Well, I, I, I'm not sure exactly who, but uh, they speak of somebody needing help, and they were, yeah, became quite uh, ravenous at trying to find a way to help them, although it seemed, it made some of the townsfolk uncomfortable when they were seeking out where these people were that they could help. They couldn't seem to find them, and it just, it kept going on and on, and once a couple of the townsfolk come to me, I'm... I'm compelled to do something about it to keep them safe. The priest speaks up again. He says they were digging holes, ravenously digging holes behind and around people's properties and trying to enter unlawfully through people's houses. And it's you. You look like you travel with an interesting group. Perhaps you've seen something of the sort and. If they have any magics, it's very possible that they're tapping into something that we just don't understand. You said you're in the business of helping people. Have you tried to help them help the voices? I'm helping with as much as I can. I am seeking out and praying to praying over it and trying no, to no, figure no, no, out. No, 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 no. Sorry. I meant like, are you act like, did you try to find the people that they say need help. Well, I mean, they were searching them out and they couldn't find them. And of course, I'm not the one hearing the voices. So um, when someone digs into the ground to find voices, there's nothing under the ground. I turn to Flint and I say, I freaking love a good mystery. Oh, you and me both. (laughs) And I mean, if there's... Voices and people need help. That's kind of our jam. Yeah. Like, we like some weird stuff. This is nothing we've ever experienced before, as our as our leader has said. As you have been traveling the road for, for some time, it seems. Did we get your names, by the way? We, we didn't. We didn't get their names. I was, I was just but we have definitely paid for food for their dragon and <laughs> yes. offered them some Ma- respite in our... Let, let me be... We've already, you've already been introduced to our leader, Varnox. Uh, I, am, I am Novreth. This here, he motions to the female halfling, is, is Rubia. And um, our good friend over here with the, with the large bushy beard, not, not, quite as, not quite as bushy as yours, uh, he motions to the male human, he says, is, is Ocklarth. Ah, oh, fine. <laughs> I'm Thea. Uh, Flint over here. And I met Don Super. E earlier, so. Yes. Super nice to meet oh, you all. That's the crew. Flint, Thea, it's a pleasure to meet you. And uh, I will be frank with you. I recognize these names. And of course, I know what you've done in the land. And I think you've achieved something most others would only dream of. I welcome you to Blackpool, and if you need anything, do not hesitate to ask. Well, thank you, uh, Varanox. Oh, I appreciate you. that. Mm-hmm. So... Perhaps... Well, perhaps you could be of service if you wanted to speak with the... the afflicted person, as I've been saying it. 
You are more than welcome to make your way down the road. It's about three buildings, and then you'll turn right down the, uh, down the little bunny, muddy alleyway. Little muddy bunny alleyway. Like yes, the muddy bunny is a small pet store mm. uh, <laughs> where if you want to buy a bunny, you can. I thought for sure it was going to be a strip club. I'm sorry, Russ. Soup's I didn't mean to do dis- that to you. Soup's disappointing, but okay. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Varnox. I, I think maybe once we're finished up here and of course um, we'll go. Uh, sorry, do they have a name? It's Lipsinky. Mm. I think yes, Lipsinky Pip Diggins. I think was her name. <laughs> yes, Pip, Pip Diggins? Diggins. It's a difficult one to forget. Pip Diggins, Lipsinky Pip Diggins. Okay. I'm just gonna shoot a shot in the dark here, but that sounds like a gnomish name. You would, uh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. that is correct. I haven't had much dealings with gnomes. What about you, Flint? Uh, a little bit here and there. They, uh, they're pretty good artificers. So a lot of the fun things that we need in the dwarven settlements, we uh, we usually do business with them to get. Cool. Uh, perhaps tonight, um, being as you are, are you planning on staying long? Well, I guess it depends how our chat with uh, Lip Lipsinky goes. Of course. Um, well, if it goes well, and if you decide to stay the night, the room, as has been said, is yours to stay the night, to rest your weary, tired, tired beings. Um, would you join us at Varnox's residence for a for a meal? Now, was he already inviting everybody for a meal, or is this now a special thing that's happening just for us? Oh, no, you're absolutely welcome. I thank you for checking my... Uh... My manners, Novrath. I thought you were going to say your day planner. <laughs> and my day planner. <laughs> yeah, he's your personal assistant, let's face it. Maybe a little bit. Um, yes, that would, that would be very, that'd be very kind of you. Perhaps we can discuss what you find with, uh, with Miss Lipsinky, and if there's anything that we can do, or if you can do, um, just to help her. We, we don't wish to see people suffer yes well for sure let's go talk to her now i'm good sure set down that muddy bunny uh, alleyway there right during this you've you've completed your meal and uh bid your adieu i've left a tip on the table uh of course novreth Oklarth, uh, and rubia and uh, bow their heads too and novreth says well we will see you tonight perfect see we'll tonight. see you then Take care. As we leave, I was like, remember when I was all like, I hope nobody knows us here? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just going to be a problem wherever we go. Hey, you! I can change my appearance and my name. I could become a whole different person. I, I can't really do that. I can change the name, but I mean, beard. I mean, apart from, yeah, shaving these, that beard is just scars not are kind of. I mean, it's a little yeah. bit of a telltale thing here. The, the scales. Yeah, it's, it's just not great. Which, hold on, are we okay here? Are we all right to stop and do this? Because I know, I mean, what you've got going on is kind of time sensitive, so. I mean, as long as we're not here for like four months, I think we're good. All right. I mean, crazier things have happened, but all right. As long as we don't get stuck Let's... in any mazes. And I give her a little nudge. <laughs> Throw up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, we, should we keep the horses parked here? 
parked. Well, I mean, you did such a good job parking them. I think we got to leave them I, here. I, I think so. Yeah. So it seems to be good. I don't think anyone's going to make a fuss. No, it should be fine. It's fine. Uh, you head out and down the street as the duo leaves the Blackpool Inn and Tavern. Do uh, Does Varnox want to speak about anything to, or to anything with any of his cohorts? Well, yes, I'm going to uh, I'm going to inform Novareth and Oaklarth, and I'm going to tell them, listen, go ahead and uh, do what you need to do to send word to allow them in. Of you course. don't need to follow them. You simply need to just let them do their thing. We eventually will find ourselves in a position to hopefully sway them into helping all of us. They are as powerful as the new legends have been letting on, then having them on our side would help rid the world of everyone's suffering. Rubia, you stay with me. It's clear. We will do so. Excellent. Ocklarth and Novreth, uh, leave. And I'm going to hold my hand out in the air and have a... Say, girl, you do your thing. Eye in the sky. Understood? It lowers its head. And the pseudo-dragon that had landed on your hand flies out the front door and up into the sky. Welcome to the middle. How's it going? You liking this episode? Don't tell us if you're not. I don't even know what it's in. Oh, this is the one with yeah, Kyle what? in it. I was going to say, which episode yeah. is this? Who knows? Yay, yeah. Kyle. Kyle's in it. Go go listen to Bombarded Podcast, because they are very good. And so Kyle good. is the best. This is a great review for them. This oh. is. This is a great You're review. doing a fantastic you know job reviewing Bombarded. This is like a sample yep. review, so... If you wanted to know what a good review would sound like, that was it. But what if you did it for our podcast instead of Whoa. Bombarded? What we're getting at is we want you to enter our contest. What are they going to win? They're, you, I don't so even know. Excited. I'm so excited. You could win a copy of Descent into Avernus. Whoa. Mm. But wait, there's more. How can there possibly be more? Russ? There's always more with us. You also have a chance to win. Some sweet swag from Dungeons and the Dragons. <laughs> I can't even say. What's our podcast Dungeons called? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. So high pitched. Just go to your favorite podcast app and search Dungeons and Dragons. Make sure you add lots of question marks at the end. <laughs> question mark? Dungeons Exclamation point? Question okay, mark? I feel like we've gotten a little off key here. We have. So, I think what Russ is trying to say is that we have a contest going on. And if you rate and review us at Apple Podcasts or on Facebook or Stitcher or Podchaser. Yep. People still using Pod- Podbean? I don't yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, anywhere you can review us, we will and you send us maybe a screenshot of that, we will enter your name into a draw for those awesome things that Russ just squealed about. And now you're probably saying, "Well, pff, Russ, Amy, Tom, Carla, I've already reviewed you cuz you guys are amazing." We get it. You can maybe update your review. Or <laughs> I'm glad you kept talking. I thought you were just going to stop after we get it. We I was like, it. oh, Russ, no. <laughs> like, too bad, so sad. We actually like to punish the people who do this for freezies. We get it. 
we're awesome and we already earned your review. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> we don't owe you shit. No, just... <laughs> oh. We've gone That's off That's not the rails what here. we mean. Maybe you could just go to a different place. Oh. And also review us. That, that would, would work. Be, That's that'd true. Be it would very be. nice because we still want you to be able to enter the contest. You could also show us that you're subscribed to us and maybe even subscribe somebody else so that they can get entered. Just go up to somebody's phone, subscribe them to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Did a coworker leave their phone open on a table and they or went to the kitchen? That's that. If you left a Get computer open, that's yeah. against security protocol. Are you waiting protocol. for the bus? Just snatch that phone out of their hands. Do your thing. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do don't that. I don't that think I'm all. on board for no. any of you know that. Both of those are terrible close ideas. Your ears right now, we're just gonna go. Okay. We're just gonna. You guys keep talking about your guerrilla marketing <laughs> plan. <laughs> okay. So to recap, we're doing a contest. You can win a copy of Descent into Avernus or Dungeons and Dragons swag. First winner will get to pick which one they want. Second winner will get the second item. To enter, leave us a rating and review wherever you can leave those, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Facebook, any of them. Secondarily, if you've already done that, then send us uh, just a little screenshot that you are subscribed to us. And then once you've done those things, head over to your social medias and at us or post it with the hashtag DumbDragonCast and we will find it. And we will put you in the draw. And you can get more than one entry. So if you choose to leave a review and then also send us a screenshot that you are subscribed to us, that will be two entries into the contest. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of this episode. Because Kyle, he's awesome. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You uh, had made your way down to the Muddy Bunny Alley and are outside of the building that you were given directions to which appears to be a sort of uh, a small hospital. You enter through the single door and there's a uh, just a very clean wooden counter up at the front of the room. There's uh, a human female standing at the desk behind and she lifts her head as she's working on some paperwork and says, um, can I help you with anything? Yes, we're here to see lips stinky. <laughs> Pip squeakins. Ah, um, so close, Thea. So close. <laughs> lip sinky Pip Diggins. Yes. What I said. Um, yes. She looks at her pad of paper and then has a confused look uh, for a moment um, and kind of pauses and then uh, looks up and says, uh, And you, sorry, your names were? I'm Thea. This is Flint. Yeah, Flint and Thea. Of uh, course. Varanark yes. said we could come have a chat with with Lipsinky. He did. He did. Absolutely he did. Um let me let me just I'm sorry. How do you already have our names on a piece of paper? I don't, and she shows you the paper. There's no oh. names on the paper. Oh, okay. Um and she says, just follow me down this way. And she leads you down a long hallway. There are a few doors along the way and to one uh, near the Near the back? You. I just, I can't do anything in here, can I? I can't do any of my magics, and I can't do anything else, so I'm just sort of stuck in here right now, but I hear you. I'm going to come. Lipsinky, you hear the lock go, and the door creak open, and the attendant says, after you. Well, what, Hello. What's this? Do I have some visitors? 
Yes, yes, Lipsinki. There's some visitors here to see you. Uh, they've uh, they've been sent by uh, by Varnox to just see if uh, if you're interested in chatting. If there's anything anybody can do for you. Well, geez, um, I love to chat. Come on in. We know you do. We know you do. I'm just going to close the door here. You just knock and call if you need anything, and we'll be right down. Oh, okay? sure. Thank you. Sure. You have a great day. Well, howdy. I, I'm Lip Sinky, but I mean, it's. I don't know if you got my full name, but it's very long. Can you say it anyway? Oh, Lip Sinky Pip Diggins. But uh, you. Can... I totally wrote Dickens. <laughs> Pip Diggins. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you could. If you want, you could you can just call me Pip. Pip. That sounds like something I can definitely remember. I have a thing with what? names. I'm oh, Thea. Thea. And I'm uh, Flint. Flint. And we've You're... heard. Wait. You're the Thea and Flint? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's a real pleasure to meet you. You too, Pip. And you as well. Uh, we were uh, we ran into a couple people in the. Uh, the Blackpool Inn and Tavern, just down the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, they told us, uh, well, you've been hearing voices? Well, you know, it's the strangest thing. Came through town, just on, on, on my way headed somewhere, and stopped the Blackpool Inn and Tavern and had a drink, and I started to hear some voices that just just desperately needed help. I don't know about you, but when I hear somebody desperately needing help, then... Well, I try and help him. So, so you're you're not from here? No, no, just just traveling through. So, oh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the trouble. I hear these voices. I head and I start. You know, it's not the voices that I hear aren't. Um, you know, when you talk to folks on the other side, they're not necessarily clear with. Well, you just turn left at the Muddy Bunny Alley, and then you'll find what you're looking for. That isn't really how it works. They're just... Come back up, like, two steps here. Help! When you say other side, you mean... You know, where the voices come from. But you mean not... They're no longer living? Well, just the place. They're not people, you know. I don't... It's not like you guys walk in and say, Help! I need help! I just... I hear it in my head. Okay, but do you know if these people are alive and need your help, and if you don't get them the help, they will die? Or they're already dead and they're restless souls and they need your help to find peace? Well, now that is an awfully good question. All I know know. is I heard voices and they were calling out for help and I tried to help them. And, well, I tried to find them. And people here had been so nice, but then you start kind of going in their yards and digging. And they. So this was the digging. This, yeah, this was the digging, and they got very upset, and they put me in here, and now I can still hear the voices a little bit, but I can't do any of my magic. Oh, you can oh, do you, magic. You have magic, too. Oh, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, magic, and but not in here. Can you, well, Thea, your reputation precedes you. Can you feel like you can do any magic in here? Ooh. Thea's going to cast Produce Flame and just hold a ball of fire in her hand. Um, can I? You are not able to. Like it's I almost like there's yeah, it's almost like there's a spark. Like when you're trying to light a lighter and it just shoots off the flint, but nothing really. Now, 
I probably can't detect magic in here either since that's a spell. But if I'm going to guess, there's definitely been a magic dampening spell placed upon this. I want to call it a cell, but I guess. Yeah, let's call it a cell. I mean, it's a nice cell, but I can't leave. Yeah. Can't Um, do any magic. is, Is this the first time you've been hearing voices is when you came into town? Or is this like a frequent thing that? Well, just a quirky part of your personality. Somewhere in between those two, I've 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 heard and helped voices before, but this is it's the first time people have tried so hard to stop me. And I don't know why. If you heard about people needing help, wouldn't you want to help them? I mean, yeah, we we've helped a lot of people. That's kind I, of our thing. I know you have. I know. I know um, that you have. I have to ask what 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 why the digging? You felt like they were in the ground. Well, it just when I hear the voices, like I said, it's not they're not real clear about what they need. So I just got to go on my instincts about what the right thing to do is. And that felt like the right thing to do. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know what y'all are doing here, but it's it's awfully nice to meet you. And I guess there's any chance you could help. That'd be great. But sounds like maybe you're already working with. Baranox, so oh no no the the only the only crazy scaly guy i work with is right here and point to flint yep <laughs> check this out <laughs> as he moves his shirt collar off <laughs> he's like <laughs> bare chest in it because <laughs> that's a normal thing to do when yeah. you just met someone <laughs> uh yeah you said working with Varanox. i mean we just met him actually they were curious if we could help you oh well, I mean, it'd be awfully nice to have some help. Uh, they didn't find a thing about this town. I got here and everyone was real nice. And then as soon as I started the digging, they threw me in here. So sort of sort of mixed messages about how you know, welcoming I they are. I want to believe. I want to believe that they're nice people. They've seemed very helpful, very, very kind. But I, I have a hinky feeling about all this. Um, but I got a good feeling about you, Pip. Oh, well. That's awfully nice. I got a good feeling about you guys, too. Uh, so. Now, what's the plan here? You guys want to go digging? <laughs> well, I guess so. You think they're going to throw us in here, too? I think I'd like to see them try. Okay. Also, maybe if we ask first and explain the situation, they will be more likely to um, acquiesce to our request of some shrubbery displacement. If we tell them the plan first and maybe say where we're going to dig and then do some restoration afterwards. Well, we can always ask them about why they threw her directly in jail. That too. All right, Pip, we got to go make a a dinner party here, but uh, (laughs) not that this isn't important. We're going to get some answers because it's, it's with them. It's with them folks. So we're going to ask some questions, hopefully learn a thing or two. And, uh, and maybe we'll get you out of here. Well, no, I, we'll get you out of here. I sure appreciate you trying. You uh, leave unless you say otherwise. Nah, we knock and uh, leave. You knock the, the attendant. Oh, I slip her a roll, back. by the way. I totally had one on me. Just in case you're hungry. Well, thank you. Uh, you knock and the attendant comes back and says, uh, well, if you're, if you're done, uh, Come down here. We'll be we'll be down in a little while, uh, Lipsinky, with your with your lunch. It's 
probably about that time. Lunch, we'll be down with your lunch. And she closes the door behind you and escorts you out and says, well, um, I, I don't know if I'll be seeing you again, but um, just Varnox has, has apparently stated that you, you are free to come visit the Psinky. So hopefully that's hopefully that's good. Are there people who aren't free to come by? Well, this is a this is a medical facility, so usually we like to have people who have reasons for being here. What about um, just like general well wishers? Or some looky loos. Sure. Well, we we try not to encourage looky loos from coming and, and visiting sick uh, patients or patients who require assistance. That doesn't seem very kosher, um, but um, it's anybody is free to come visit. There's just special restrictions placed on Lipsinki at this moment, just until we can figure out um, what help she needs. Okay. Thank you for your help. Anytime. Thank you. Have a great day. So it's lunchtime. So do you guys just go kill time? Just looking around. Where are you going? What are you doing? Did we ask how long Lipsinki's been in the jail? I don't think we did, did we? I don't know. She talked very fast about how she just rode in. She started digging. So I'm curious if there's some of these digs that are maybe still uh, yeah. not filled in, and we can just casually be strolling by and having a look? Sure. Um, you walk through the streets of Blackpool. Thea, you notice several of the people... They they smile and nod to you, but several don't. They're just kind of very dead set on where they're looking and don't really pay much attention to you. So I know I wanted to be ignored, but some of these people have like dead fish eyes. Have you noticed this? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up nothing there. I mean, I hadn't really noticed, but I'll uh, I'll start looking. Try to catch the eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you trying to do that to any of the people? Uh, yeah, I wave at some just... of the people who obviously aren't looking at me, but I would definitely be within their periphery that if they would notice me waving at them. Uh, the, the first person you, you try and do that to, they don't make a move, but there's a person walking up behind them who, um, who waves and nudges the person in front who then looks and waves back at you. I mean, they look, they look pretty normal. Puppets! Uh, going through the streets, you uh, make an investigation check, both of you. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, did you did hear you that aim cling? <laughs> that was the cling of defeat. <laughs> it's an investigation? Yeah. Five. Oh, She's back. With a bonus. She's back. Um, <laughs> you're what? Thea's very focused on the people more so in uh, in Blackpool and Flint. You, you walk around for probably an hour, maybe two, unless you I feel like that's too long for you to be walking around. Um, and you come across a few holes or a few places where it looks like holes have been dug back over. So they've been filled in. Yeah, it looks like recently disturbed dirt. Dug back over is a very interesting way to say that. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Dig yeah. up, yeah. stupid. <laughs> uh, do I notice anything uh, interesting about these freshly disturbed dirt mounds, Russ? Are there like, is it a set size? Are they all different? What's what's the plan here? They, they're all about the same size. Um, you can't obviously tell how deep they go without disturbing the dirt in of your own um, they are very close to um, buildings whenever they are dug wherever they are dug um, usually digging close to foundations 
um, a couple um, near the church, a couple near the tavern, um, a couple just out in the middle of the street. So no real location specific, but usually nearest for the most part uh, to buildings. So I nudge the and I say like, see how a lot of these are are near buildings. And then we got just a couple in the street. I don't really know. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason here, or at least none that I can tell. Well, if she's digging and she thinks that they're underground and they're near buildings, maybe there's some people in basements. Oh, could be. Could be. Oh, and they did say that they thought um, she was trying to go into the houses, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe there are some people being kept against their will in somebody's basement. I mean, could be. Logical is all I get out right now. You check the sundial, and it's getting close to uh, it's getting close to dinner. Is this time. my portable sundial? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we should make our way back to our wagon, and um, I start calling out for Donnie. Daddy! <laughs> This is me just screaming in the street. <laughs> you hear the, his, his wings flapping and he lands down beside you. You know, we got like this telepathic connection You didn't here. answer last time. So. Yeah, you didn't need to screech in the street. What am I? Just your, just Did I embarrass your bird you? screech? Did I embarrass you? And oh. I give him a big hug. Did I embarrass you, Donnie? Always. Always embarrass me. You want to go to a dinner party? Oh, I like dinner. Yeah, see? Friends again. Oh, yeah. How was that, uh, that hunk of beef earlier? It was good. I came back for six more. Well, all right then. Well, we're not paying, I guess, so. <laughs> not that you couldn't afford it. You're rolling in it. Well, we'll keep that quiet. What yeah. With, what, yes. with that, what with that saving the world money? That's what that's all they about. They didn't pay us for that. I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Who? We'll discuss that at the a later point. The world paid? <laughs> yeah. What is that? <laughs> you know, standard save the world fee. Standard oh, save the world. Right, fee. right, right. I remember, and I gave all of mine to Nulara's family. Yep. So same here. Um, mm. Well, they collect a hero's tax now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Where's this dinner at? Um, it is at Balcox's. <laughs> Balcox's house. Fuck Varnox! Damn it. That's my cousin. <laughs> that's, that's my cousin. <laughs> we get confused all the time. Right. Uh, you go to... Uh, Do we know where his house is? I would I mean, assume they would have told us before we left. Yeah. I assume it's the biggest, nicest one there is. It is it is the largest house. Um, it, not too far. It's a, it's a small town. Uh, you make your way there with uh, little to no problem. And um, you go up to the front door and it opens as you get there. And um, What do they see as they enter Varanox's house? Despite the size of the outside, it's fairly modest inside. Um, you can see, like, you know, a bunch of different uh, skins that are adorning the wall and a couple of mounted uh, heads of different foes that have been slain, like trolls and cobalt uh, here and there. And, you know, just kind of a, kind of like the remnants of uh, an old school hero that are sitting there. And uh, other than that, it's it's fairly rustic. It's a fairly rustic, uh, decorated, d- rustically decorated house. Uh, Thea, as she's entering, changes cast appearance, um, or change appearance, just because that's how she was raised. And she puts her, her hands over her head 
and her hair is like nicely intricately braided and she's just cleaned up a little bit nicer. Flint feels very underdressed now. I didn't change my clothes. Still, though. <laughs> I hand you a wet nap for your face. Do you do the same to his beard? Like, I can't, I don't think I can change other people's beards. Oh, I guess, yeah. Change, change the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I can braid it for you if you want. Just real quick outside the front Just door. Just real quick. Yeah. Um, now, does Varnox have uh, a... a, a not a servant, but somebody who's who's escorting them, or is it one of your one well? Of your three yeah, I would say Rubia probably probably met them. There's definitely like you know a, a fairly standard person that you know opened the door and welcomed them. But Rubia is the one who would uh, who would greet them in this entryway. You see Rubia walk up and says, uh, "Glad to see you've made it. Um, come with me this way. How was your How was your day? How was your afternoon?" It was it was very good. It was interesting. You have a very nice uh, little town here. Thank you. Thank you. We pride ourselves on our on our um, welcoming demeanor. Mm-hmm. I think is I think is a good way to to describe it. Um, as you walk down the halls, it opens into a a dining room area, and you see Varnox. Is Varnox in there? Yeah, Varnox would be waiting. He's uh, he's probably just kicking back and like carving a, a small wooden toy. Uh, Ocklarth and Novreth are also there, um, waiting for dinner and your arrival. And uh, Novreth stands up as you enter and says, "Welcome back." When he comes up and moves to shake your hands, Thea goes in for a hug. Oh goodness, it's very uh, nice. Varnox chuckles at seeing the hug happen and he kind of like you know shakes his head a little bit stands up and you see him place the uh the small toy and the whittling knife on a mantle with a bunch of other small wooden figurines that he's obviously carved over a long life of carving when i when i hug though i'm secretly checking for weapons i mean you know, I, feel if there's yeah, a sword sure, on there or anything. sure uh make make it a nice it's a lot of wiggling sure. A very wiggly Ooh. hug. Nat 20! Oh. I'm fucking wasting it. I'm wasting all my 20. Um, you, yeah, you, you hug him and you fondle him in the appropriate Light ways. Like groping. Um, Nothing creepy. No. Uh, you, don't, you don't feel any weapons on him as you pat him down. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, is this how they, they, they hug in in Waterdeep, is that where you no, said you were going? No, sil- this is a silvery moon hug. Oh, and that's t- what that is. And I turn to Ruby and I'm like, get in here. And I do the same to her. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I I assume my nat 20 can go for the three people I plan on hugging. Every grope you every make from gro- here on out. Every grope oh, wow. I make. <laughs> okay. With great yeah, power comes grope. great responsibility, Amy. So. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I think I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it. You hug Ruby and... You don't feel any. You don't feel any weapons on her as you continue to grope. <laughs> she leans into it, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, she does. I go for uh, polite handshakes all around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Balance. That's what this this is about. Um, you go to hug uh, Ocklarth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he reluctantly approaches you and says, "If this is how it's going to be." <laughs> <laughs> Which is the number one thing I love hearing before I give a hug. Yep. Um, um, you don't feel any weapons. You do feel like a notepad in a in a pocket. Is that a notepad in your pocket? Uh, yes, yes. I keep notes. 
for Varnox. And... I was the scribe once. And then I go to Varnox. Get in here. Ah, a hero's <laughs> hug is always welcome. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll accept that hug while being cognizant of my own being. <laughs> Can we rock back and forth a little bit? Like, you know, when we're both really into it. Yeah. Like how Tom and I hug. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I hug you like I hug Tom. Out of game. Is there anything you are trying to hide that you would need a roll to hide? Or are you... you... Because my hands no, will feel no, everything. I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just wanting to know, like, am I being checked? Because I've been around the block. Uh, go insight, then. Okay. Your I've been around the block means a way different thing than what I grew up saying been around the block means. Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, it's not my first rodeo. Uh, I only got a five, so yeah. I mean, you're just you're just in a passionate embrace at this point. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, ha, ah, yes, a hero's hug, and a, I guess a hero's handshake. And I shake hands with uh, Flint, and uh, say, please, please, have a seat. Food will be brought momentarily, of course, unless unless you're ravenous at the moment. Uh, and um, I think we could even uh, kick open the back doors. Kick open the back doors, Novareth, and uh, let in Don E. Oh, yes, of course, of course, of course. And he goes up to the back doors. I didn't realize Don E didn't come in back through doors. the front door with us. We didn't establish so. We might have been too small for him. There's a uh, large. Maybe. He pulls some curtains back in the dining area and uh, gives a swift kick to the doors. Says they stick a little bit. <laughs> and they, he jimmies them open and he looks around and then you hear Donnie just <laughs> land at the door. Wow, Does just... he land fist down like? <laughs> yeah, Iron Man pose. Yep. <laughs> This is, uh, this is a great drive-thru you got here. Got any more of that beef? Um, well, uh, Oakloth, by all means, you can go take care of this for us. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, just, uh, come this way. Uh, we got actually the freshest, freshest of meat out, out behind in the pastures. Is that what you're looking for? Oh, yeah, but I haven't had a fresh cat. They didn't let me eat the fresh ones. Well, no, we were, that was, we were just heading through a town, Donnie, and that was their livelihood. Okay, well, they're offering this one. Is yeah, that okay? Yeah, they're offering. Yeah, you go for it. it. One we can sacrifice without. You will be fine. You're my new favorite buddy. Did you hear him say one? Yep. I'll see you in a little bit. Okay, don't go too far. Ocklarth uh, leads Donnie out uh, behind the building, and you kind of peek out, and yeah, there's a pasture that kind of goes up and into the forest, and there's uh, cows, forest cows. Mm, forest cows. Just going to look longingly as Donnie flies away and be like, I hope someday I can fly like that. They're the luckier of the, of the dragons. Oh, well, Well, you... um, speaking of dragons, uh, these, it's not every day you have heroes such as yourself with, uh, such a, what's the word I'm looking for that I legitimately can't think of? Uh, you'll get it. It's all right. You'll get it. Uh, awkward it. stature? Yeah. <laughs> Stature would be the word. I wouldn't say awkward. You've, again, accomplished something uh, that I wouldn't even dream of. So, pray tell, uh, now that you've done such a great good in the world, what's next? That's a really good question. That's the question. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to get Flint taken care of here. That's uh, high up on that 
to-do list. What's what seems to be the thing that you needed taken care of, Flint? See, I've got a uh, well, I've got like a second spirit of sorts uh, living in me, who's a, a dragonborn, and he's slowly kind of taking over my body. Huh? Yeah. See these uh, see these scales, and he kind of. Gives a sneak peek again. Whips his He's shirt not open ripping for the his shirt open. He can just kind of like. <laughs> what color are Come the on, scales? It's a and naked blue. dwarf. Come on. Blue. Okay. Excellent. Uh, that's. I. You know, some may see it as a curse, others as a, a boon. I don't know how you take it, but I guess since you're trying to rid yourself of it, it's not something you desire. Well, it's not that I'm trying to rid myself of it per se. I'm trying to find a home for. Uh, hmm. For Bort, who's alongside with me here. Oh, and we love Bort. Don't get us wrong, but we don't want to lose Flint to him. Right. It's one or the so, other. Okay, but uh, so you would be good without... It's Bort? It is Bort, yes. So you would be good without Bort if you could keep Flint? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. But we yeah. don't want to do Bort dirty. Like, no, the idea is to find oh, uh, like he a was vessel sacrificed. for him. He was sacrificed for something. For something. For something. <laughs> for Best stuff? That's, not I mean, that's usually what some it. sacrifices are yeah, for. Yeah, it was for a good cause. It sounds very... Um, uh, Novres speaks up and says, it sounds very interesting, this, this sacrifice and how it hopped into... Your friend Flint here, his his soul. Yeah, that was messed up. We weren't expecting that. No. That doesn't sound like anything anybody should expect. Souls are meant to uh, live comfortably after they they depart and move on. Maybe it's because we can't yes. his head around for a while. I don't really know. So you're heroes, and I... <laughs> I'm actually just not even going to touch that one. Yeah, that's best. Um, it's very foggy. Carrying it's a head foggy around. Memory. Okay. Uh, so is there any malicious intent from board? Was this person your friend, your uh, compatriot? Uh, what role did they play? He played the role of sacrifice. <laughs> we uh, okay. We got sent to another realm, and he was part of getting us back to our own. Ah, so a return home and board with the ticket. Essentially, yeah. Wait, didn't we use hmm. him to get into a cave? Where we to had to like the get the yeah. thing to library yeah. of the dead to try to library, get the book. Yeah. This yeah. is all from three years ago, so we're flying yeah. off uh, bad memories. Yeah, you're doing good. You're doing I can't believe you had board for so long. So long. So board is the reason why we got back and. You know, we just want to do right by both Flint and Bort. As you're discussing uh, a couple uh, attendants and the chef come into the room um, and they lay down food at each of the table settings. And it's a delicious, uh, delicious tenderloin. Some mini new potatoes. Mm. Um, Are they fingerling potatoes? Fingerling potatoes. Um, Love a good A nice spread of uh, fresh Seasonal vegetables. Ooh. What's in season? Squash. Ooh. And That's carrots. two carbs on my plate. I'm in heaven. 
And they lay it down and do a half bow towards you and to Varnox and then exit the room. Well, this just looks delicious. Please, I I hope you do enjoy the the fruits of our land's labor. Our town doesn't have much to offer, but uh, I guess a culinary twist is uh, about as far as we go as getting exotic. So, this town. (laughs) Super nice. Thank you. And we met with, um, Lip, Lippy, Lip, Pippy? Lipsinky, Pip Diggins. Yes. And she's just a super sweetie. We have delightful personality. And she had nothing but nice things to say about everyone here at the town. Oh, glad to hear that. And she realizes that she may have been in the wrong Digging, and we and we went around. And we saw the numerous holes. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah, there were. She's industrious. It's it's uh, yes, made quite some uh, ground, I guess you would say. Oh, that good. That's a good one. Um, and she is very sorry that she did that. But I'm wondering if, and in all of our travels, we have seen some strange stuff. I'm talking brains in jars. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Mass armies of the undead. Just, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, so much stuff mm. that the idea of a little gnome such as herself hearing voices telling her that they need help is just not very far-fetched. And I'm curious, because you are obviously someone who has... Number one, fantastic hospitality services, oh, but thank you. also is very. Um, you've you've said so yourself. You are very keen on helping others. Being a hero in the past, you've said that maybe you could find it in your heart to allow us to help Lipsinky to. <laughs> To quell these voices, because I do believe that they are going to serve a purpose. And you might even find there's something going on in your small town you had no idea about. Throughout your mm. your long uh, talk there. It was so <laughs> long. Drive, Thank you, you for letting me monologue. <laughs> yeah. uh, throughout that, you, uh, you've noticed a couple of the attendants come in and, and close up the doors. There's a slight breeze coming in through the, through the back doors where Donnie was. They close the doors and... Um, as they exit with the food, they close the doors behind you to the main dining area. So what do you say? And I quickly, just before he answers, I just shout out in my mind, Donnie, you okay? Just checking on him. He's like, he's like, like a kid brother that now we have to look after. The <laughs> you, you, you hear him back. He's like, nom, 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 nom. Eating the big cow. It's very tasty. Don't you fall asleep. <laughs> okay. I won't fall asleep. Things might get weird. We might need you. Don't you fall asleep. What are they going to do? You got like you keeping your clothes on? I don't answer. <laughs> it's going to be a party later. So what do you say? Well, if you're if you're thinking that you could help help out Lipsinky, then uh I who am I to stand in the way of that and, you know, seeing you three stop an army of the undead, that would be a sight. Uh, an army of the undead would be a sight to behold. You defeating them, of course. Um, but 
Yes, yeah. I tell you what. If you want to, if you want to poke around and see if there's maybe something that I don't know about my own town, I, I would welcome the opportunity for you to get to the bottom of things, I guess it would be. Well, that, you know what, it's kind of funny you said that, because um, we would really like to get to the bottom of some of the buildings. Okay. If you could the bottom of the give us some carte blanche as to just going in and checking out some basements. And, I mean, we promise to be and have the utmost respect of people's personal space and private things. We're not rummagers. We're not looking to steal from you. Donnie just reminded us that apparently okay. we got money that we gave away. I don't know. We, we don't need anything from you. But we would like to help. Money is not a real object to me either. I made my way through my younger years by offering services to town for, you know, goods and services. Coin was not something I was ever after. So uh, giving your coin away, that's as respectable. And uh, if you would like to, if it helps you even further, uh, I'd like to know your hypothesis. Why the bottom of buildings? What is it? Uh, what is it about basements or anything underneath the buildings that? What are you thinking? I'm just curious. Well, we were just thinking that. Uh, well, why else was Lipsinky digging holes? She needed to get down somewhere, obviously, right? Yeah, I guess. Seems like it'd be easier to just try to kid in a house, but perhaps there was at least enough sense in in her head to not just barge into people's domiciles. But by all means, uh, I tell you what. How about we make it easy for you? If Lipsinki seems to know where these voices are coming from, perhaps Lipsinki can guide you to them. And maybe even give you a hand uh, eliminating this issue that my town has. That'd be more than kind. Well, then by all means, is there is there anything else I can offer you for this evening? Would you like to... Do I need to send word now? I mean, it, would, it seems like it'd be pretty late to uh, trouble my townsfolk with this. Perhaps you could wait until the morning, get a nice fresh start on it. I think the morning sounds very fair. Yeah. Perfect. Well, then... I will send out word throughout the town and send it to the appropriate people and let them know that the heroes of Faerun, the decimators of dragons, are here to help our fair little haven. And I'm sure they will be more than welcoming to have you come in and squash out whatever bugs seem to be crawling around. Gross. <laughs> All right. Oh, God, I hope it's not bugs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dessert? <laughs> yes, Absolutely. And I clap for dessert, and it comes. <laughs> A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Ryan Cushman, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to find out more. The song Nowhere Land is by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and some sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com. The pink Hell robe yeah. has Whoa. come off. Yep. Getting it's serious. I'm business. ready to get Wait, serious. The robe is, it business is off. When the Amy's pink drinking robe wine. Is off or when the <laughs> pink robe is on? Wait a minute. Is it my business robe? I don't know. I might need more than one robe. Who's your name again? Oh, it's real nice to meet you. My name is Lipsinky Pip Diggins. Ah! 
Lipsinky. Well, Lipsinky, I assure you. I need to write it down. <laughs> Keep it together. It's not your scene. That's amazing. You find yourself at the. Oh, son of a bitch. Ah, at the son of a bitch. Didn't write I've down. been there in forever. It's a good place. Best pub. Uh, what brings you to our fair little town? Trying to make our way back to what was it, Russ? Never went no. to Waterdeep. Never Waterdeep. Waterdeep. Water always Waterdeep. Always Waterdeep. Water could have been different. I'm gonna write down. It's always Waterdeep. Always Waterdeep. Go. Uh, sorry. Do they have a name? Carla. No. No. <laughs> it's not Carla. Strange name. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Now playing from Voyage Media. A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, what stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi. My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls. A man's face, set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media. In association with Seven Lamb Productions, creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1 of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs>